Welcome to the Public Speaking Experts Podcast with Elliot Kay and Jose Yukar. Every week we bring the tips, tools, and strategies for you to become a world-class public speaker. We bring you guests, experts, and authorities in the field of public speaking to enrich you and enhance your public speaking journey. Remember to subscribe, rate, and comment. And now, please welcome your hosts, Elliot and Jose. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Sí, señor, sí. ¿qué pasa? Sí. Episodio el mañana, hola, el hola. día, el de... todo. Sí, el... señor. Señor, ¿qué pasa? Hola, buenas bien? tardes. Todo bien, todo bien. Welcome, bienvenidos al episodio de los Public Speaking Experts Podcast. And today you might be wondering. Bene, bene, muy bien. Bene, tutto bene. I don't know. I do know. Why don't we try the different languages we know for a moment? So, bene, bene, bien, muy bueno, uh, yet, bro. Bested. Um, okay. Sí. 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 Another one, I don't yeah. know that, yeah. Um, that's, that's it, I think. Choose, choose, Seanes Wochenende. I think that's it. Okay. <laughs> I think you clearly know a lot more, many more languages than I do. I think that's what that displayed. Prashu, prashu, prashinya. That was Harasho, Harasho. Harasho, yeah. But Valsho is passiva. Okay, cool. It's passiva, so, eh? Hey. I hope people aren't offended by all these things. Oh, but, but well, the, the thing is, now it comes, I mean, the why. Why are we doing this today, Elliot K? Why are we doing no, this no, today? No, no, yo no lo sé, señor. You kill my father. Prepare to die. I don't know. You... I know nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Thing I'm from Barcelona. Anyway, people, we are speaking like this today, obviously, because we have accents and because today's episode is about speaking for non-native speakers. Round of applause. Yay! Yay! That's right. So, Jose, you clearly have a, a stronger accent than me, right? Uh, and you, you know, one of your talks is your accent is your asset, right? So tell me, what are some of the challenges you see as someone out there who's not native English speaker? Um, and for our listeners out there who are non-native English speakers, what are some of the challenges when it comes to using public speaking, being a public speaker, getting paid to speak? Over to you, senor. Gracias, Elliot K. Thank you very much. Danke schön. Bitte okay, schön, mein Liebling. Oh, mein Liebling, mein Schatz. Oh, ich liebe dich. Oh, ja, ein bisschen auch. Du hast wunderschöne yeah. Augen. Oh, uh, ja, jawohl. Du auch. Anyway, okay, so getting carried away here. One of the things is the fact that we carry an accent with us. And think about it for a moment. We all have accents regardless because Elliot, even though he's from the UK, he's got an English accent and that's okay. So we all carry accents. One of the things I always find is that people don't want to speak because they think it's just that fear of failure type of thing. They think they're going to be made fun of because they have an accent. They're not going to be taken seriously. People won't listen. Those are some of the main elements. And if you think about it, it's all in our heads. There is another problem, though. Another thing is, which is very valid, if you don't speak clearly enough, then people are not going to understand you. And then that is something for you to work on as well. So it's everything that we have in our mind that, yeah, they're not going to listen to us. And, you know, I don't have anything to say. 
I don't have enough vocabulary, all of those elements, which might be true, but we still carry here. And then the other one is, and I'm going to make emphasis on it again, is the fact that we don't pronounce things correctly. We don't communicate in a way, even if it's very simple and basic, that people can understand, or we speak too fast. We, as we like to say in Spanish, we eat some of the words as we speak, and then we're going to make it very difficult. So there you go it, again, thinking with your stomach. Like, come on, every, last episode, I was like, what time it is your like, lunchtime? Now you're talking about eating your words. Can we well, not? Can we have I'm, one I'm, episode where you don't think about food? Well, well, maybe next time, because this one, if, <laughs> if, we, if we're speaking about the Spanish language even, so um, it's all about food. And then in Venezuela, there is food. And then if I speak about Colombia, there is food. And then in, even in the UK, there is food. So, right. So not speaking about food. Those are some of the problems, Elliot that I tend to find. And in, in your case, because I know you've been speaking for many years, coach many people, train loads of incredible entrepreneurs, business owners. So what kind of problems do you find when it comes to this? Because the UK is very multicultural as well. I think for a lot of people, the forefront of it is the fact that you, you're right, that you have an accent. And I think a lot of people feel that in, in some way that will take away from their authority or their expertise or what they're bringing to the table. It's a bit like a bell going off in someone's mind going ding, right? It, it's not true. I mean, you and I know that's not true and we'll talk about the tips in a minute, but I do feel that inhibits a lot of people. A lot of people fear the judgment because of course they are Venezuelan, Colombian, Polish, German, Czech, whatever it is, mm. speaking to an English audience. So they're afraid of the judgment that goes with it. I think another thing that's probably another episode and it's worth bringing an expert on is not being a stereotype. And I mm. think that's something that plays in people's mind when they get up and speak. Like you might say, you know, Anna's Colombian. Oh, she must be a drug dealer. Right. And yeah. so that, that, that unconscious bias kicks in. And I think for a lot of people who are not native, by the way, I'm half Argentinian, half English. So I'm technically not, obviously I'm, I'm not fully English. That's Ita Italians do that. Why do you yeah, do that? Yeah, but he's the Argentinians, doing I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing, yeah, because they, it, Argentinians tend to do this a little bit as well. Come on, come on. You well, know, well. okay. That just anyway. shows, that's just like a Venezuelan educating <laughs> an Argentinian about Argentinian. <laughs> anyway. My point is, I think a lot of people feel that they don't want to look up, look, live up to a stereotype, but they're afraid of the stereotype. And that is also inhibiting. I mean, you know, I think when it comes across to you, is that a big part? I think this is where you need to share with me because I don't concern myself with it. I'm not concerned about it. Um, the only time that I might be concerned about it is if we get into religious education and religious conversations, which I never get into. And then again, being the stereotype, uh, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, we were going to religion today because that's not what we're going to talk about. So what would you say? Is that about right, Jose? Absolutely. Stereotypes. And when we go into tips, we can speak more about how to deal with this. But absolutely, people don't want to say where they're from because then there is already uh, something that they're going to say about it. And I went through it. I've been through it every time I've been in a different country. And I traveled. I started traveling when I was 16 and I've lived in Sweden. I lived in Spain. I lived in the States. I live now in the UK. I spent loads of time traveling. So I know what it's like to do it and then speaking on different stages. So yeah, absolutely. Spot on the stereotyping as well. Very important. Elliot K. Thank you. We'll address that in a second, shall we? Let's do it. Let's do it now. <laughs>
And for those of you out there who do want to find out more about Jose and myself, for those of you who want to know more about us, reach out to us on Instagram. Reach out to us through our DMs. Of course, you can follow us on Clubhouse as well, where every day we have a show from midday, 12 o'clock UK. You can listen to us, get a feel for us. So make sure you do that. So Elliot and Jose Show on Instagram. And of course, Elliot and Jose Show on Clubhouse. If you want to find out more about how to book us to speak for you, reach out to us. If you want to book us individually, reach out to us as well. Jose, it looked like you had something to say there, did you? I know I know what happened on the previous episode, Elliot. The music I've used in the past to sing how people can get in touch with us was the first one, the one that's a bit more rapid, not this one. Ah. So I'm just I'm just thinking that's why, you know, in my mind I, I remember I could flow, but then something got mixed up in there. This is just externally referenced, I guess, as a speaker. I could have adapted and I failed back then. But yeah, but next, no. next time that one, I think that the rappy one, the, you know, the boom, 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 boom. Okay, got it, got it. So for those of you wondering what the hell he's talking about, if you listen to the episode about how to be a great speaker, Jose did a demonstration about how not to do a great voiceover moment in, the, in that episode. So that's what he's talking about there. Uh, so go for a feel. You should listen to it anyway about how to be a great speaker, but it's a beautiful moment. And we don't edit things here. We just go. It's like one shoot, boom. Um, and so you get to hear Jose bomb really badly. And it was beautiful. It's a beautiful moment of bombing, vulnerability, and honesty. So uh, it was well a Jose learning. Yeah, thank you very much. A great learning opportunity. It was a great learning. <laughs> so, Jose, what can people do about it when it comes down to being a non-native speaker, what are some of your tips and advice? I'm going to let you completely lead this because this is your bag. Fantastic. Thank you very much. That's my bag of cool stuff. Look, the first thing I like to say to people, so you're listening to this, so yeah, I've got an accent, I speak differently and the stereotyping and all of that stuff. So I'm going to say to you, so what? Okay. And from now on, moving forward, as I share different things with you, I want you to take your accent as your asset. What is your accent going to enable you to do differently as opposed to fitting in? How can you use it to stand out? How can you use your accent to share something that's different, to engage people differently in your audience as well? So what's happening in your mind? You believe you've got an accent? So when I say it is your asset, you can start beginning to reframe it. That would be one element, reframing. Look at it under a different lens. Then if you think that people is not going to like it, people is not going to approve you, people is not going to accept you, do you do mind reading? Do you have a crystal ball? Can you predict the future? Because if you do, please give me the secret and I may stop doing some of the things I do and dedicate myself to actually read the future for Elliot and then we can make even more money doing different things. And I tell Elliot, Elliot, play the lottery ticket. It's this number. So people, if you're one of them, let me know. We don't know. Yes, what please. People... Yeah, exactly. There we go. <laughs> because other... otherwise we don't know what people are going to think. And then we look at them and we, oh yeah, that person is not very interested. How do you know, first of all? Okay, so you can decide to go with a mentality of what if they don't, or you can go in with a mentality of what if, if they do. So what if they like me? What if they take me in differently? What if they enjoy my story? Because then you start believing that you got something to say. Another one, if you don't believe you speak clearly, be open about it as well and prepare. 
preparation is going to be key because imagine they're inviting you to speak and then you cannot put the phrases together and you make mistake after mistake, then you're going to end up looking bad. An example, when I was 16, Elliot, I got invited to, well, as you know, I went to Sweden as an exchange student and I was supposed to be speaking about Venezuela in English and then in Swedish. But then they, they went, they, they said to me, look, if you want to do it in English, I was learning English. My English was better than my Swedish back then. And it still is because I didn't practice my Swedish anymore. Anyway, they said, you can still do it in English if you like. And I said, no, I want to do it in Swedish. So what did I say? I didn't go telling long stories or anything like that. I went with lots of visuals. I learned the key names and I structured something simple, but I really practiced the pronunciation. So by the time I said it, presented it, people could understand what I was saying. And I created a lovely structure, short and sweet and simple. You see, it is possible if you are getting started. So I carry on sharing tips. Elliot, you're nodding. Anything else you would like to add? Any comments? Any Talk to me. No, you, you, you're doing great. You're doing great. You keep going. You keep going. In fact, I'll, I'll, give, you a, I'll give you a... You feel really, You feel reassured now. What I would love you to do is I, I would really love you to dive into how to deal with the, the judgment, right? That, you know, how, how do you remove yourself from, you know, oh, if they hear me speak and they find out I'm Venezuelan or, they, you know, that unconscious biasness, how would you deal with that? That's what I'd love to hear. Over to you. Absolutely. Great question. Thank you very much. Yes. Okay, people. Yeah, I, I, I love that sound effect. It really makes me feel I'm there with you. Well, I'm with you anyway. I'm here for you. So when it comes to that, share it with the audience. Share it with the audience and find an angle that is unique to you. I usually go and say, even when I'm, I've been presenting to Spanish people recently, and as a Venezuelan, I have an accent and a, and a very strong accent when it comes to, you know, speaking to Spanish people. And then I go and say, look, hello, everybody. Welcome. And right before we get started, who would like to guess where I'm from? And then some people go, Colombia, da -da, oh, Venezuela. Yeah, I'm Venezuelan. And that's more than enough for me and for them. So they're not in their minds. They're not thinking about where is he from? They, they already know because we put it out there. And I ask them the question. So I engage with them and I'm okay thinking, you know, that, oh, what if they think I'm from somewhere else? Or what if they don't understand me? I've already put all of that information there. And then I do use words that I know are of universal understanding within Spanish. I don't use lingo or, you know, uh, slangs or anything like that. That would be one. So for the Colombians, it depends on your style, but then, yeah, you can actually play. Yeah. And then, you know, you hear me speaking and I say, Colombian, what's coming to mind? Yeah. Pablo Escobar and all of that stuff. Oh, goodness me. You see, use it to your advantage in a way that resonates with you. Don't force it because it's going to, it's going to feel like that. It's going to be received like that by the audience. Be playful with it. You know, it's you. It's where you're from. Even use it to, you know, help people learn about your culture and who you are, where you're from. I sometimes just share, you know, what I have for breakfast, my typical food. And they just go, yeah, have you heard that name, Arepa? And they just go, what, what? And then I share a picture with them. That's, you know, while we're having a little break or something, and then we carry on. Always engaging Did with them. Did you say mariposa? No, I said mariposa. You mariposa for breakfast. Arepa. <laughs> I didn't say mariposa. That means butterfly, by the people. <laughs> but well, but if you, if you, yeah, butterfly. Elliot can be a bit of a butterfly, poco mariposa. Anyway, <laughs> well, it's yeah, just so, like no, Mohammed Ali, float like a I butterfly. I remember years ago, 
flight, yeah, sting like sting a bee. Like right? a bee. I remember years ago, I was in this training. This guy was working with someone from Colombia, and then he trained him to say, you know, hi, my name, whatever his name was, and I'm a law-abiding Colombian. And that was his opening line and because he was a lawyer, <laughs> right? So that worked really well. So he already took the stereotype, put it to the front, smashed it in one sentence, and I thought that was very clever. So I wanted to share that. Well, one more tip. Over to you, my man. You're doing great. I must say, listen, powerful. I, I know this powerful. makes you feel good. I'm like, <laughs> doing so good. Well done. Nino, Nino, well done, Nino. <laughs> I can't believe how good that sound effect makes you feel. You're like smiling. It's like, I love it's like it. I love better. it. Exactly. It's like my audience. I love my audience. What can I say? And I think what I liked the most was the fact that you call me Nino. I'm going to be turning 40 in November and I'm still like a Nino. Nino, is, like a Nino. Nino is a child, a boy. So one, one final tip I would share with all of you. You have something to say. Your story is unique. You have, you may have traveled the world or you may have left your country and think about how powerful that is and how difficult it may have been for you. For me, it was very difficult every time I left home. And now then I made my home somewhere else. The UK is my home today. But then we have, as immigrants, we have very unique stories that are powerful, that can impact people's lives. And remember, there are many people worldwide living their homes, living their countries. And by you sharing your story, you can positively influence that one human being that needs that piece of information or motivation at that point. Speak up, share, learn in the process. You may make mistakes. You will make mistakes. I make lots of mistakes. And that's another one. Whenever I find my tongue, you know, twisted and I struggle to say something. Yeah, I make fun of myself. Self-deprecation works for me. And let's go. There we go. The Venezuelan getting overexcited. Too many coffees today. Or if I was Colombia, maybe I would say something else. But then, you know, then I go mm. and step back. Then I go and step back and I say, yeah, sorry, guys. You know, I'm overexcited. Yeah, put it out there because I'm excited. And then I come back again. You see, use whatever is happening. It's, it's your story. It's unique to you. And when I say Colombians, it's because my wife is Colombian, not because, you know, and also I feel a very, a great connection with Colombians because it's actually our, you know, we're neighbors, you know, Venezuela and Colombia, but the same if you're from Mexico, from Argentina, from Italy, from Japan, use that uniqueness to connect with your audience. That's what I, that's how I would end it today, Elliot K. You've got something to say. I think that's say. a beautiful ending. No, absolutely. I think it's beautiful. I'm, I'm tempted to press the outro. But before I do that, I just want to say, you know, Jose shared some incredible tips here. And thank you for leading today. Take them. Embrace them. Embrace who you are. That's who you are. You know, everyone else is taken. That's part of your identity. Don't hide it. Shine it. Speak it. Share it. Because you speaking up might encourage one or two, three people to speak up. Sharing your stories might inspire other people. So don't hide. Put yourself out there. That's what's really important here. We, we, you know, we're becoming this beautiful melting pot, this world of different cultures, different people coming together. Of course, there's a, a movement of people who don't, and hopefully they'll come around someday. But it's all about you, your uniqueness, your greatness, and stand out, be seen, be heard, and make sure you're always, always using your voice for good. Follow, like, subscribe, share. Leave us a comment. Anyone leaves us a comment, I'll send you a book, right? Make sure you share this with your friends. 
share this episode with all your non-native speakers because they need to hear this. What Jose shared today is gold, right? So make sure you share it, right? Come back week in, week out. Come to the Elton Jose Show on Clubhouse. And of course, follow us on Instagram, the Elton Jose Show. Jose, last words. You always like to say, use your voice for good. And I would like to end this episode by saying, use your accent for good. You've been listening to the Public Speaking Experts Podcast with Elliot Kay and Jose Ucar. Follow us on Instagram and join us next week for even more. Remember to always speak your greatness. Subscribe, rate, and comment. 